Welcome. Welcome to the Money Mentors Podcast. Well, no matter how much you've saved for your retirement years and some of the fun things that you want to do along the way, sometimes I think, Gerald Laurel, the idea of just sitting down with a financial advisor can be really intimidating if you haven't done it before. So this week, I thought we would walk our listeners through a scenario to describe how your process works. Now, I wanted to start with a hypothetical couple here. We're going to call them Mark and Susan. Let's say Mark's okay. 62. Susan's a couple of years younger at 60. They have their home paid off. We see that a lot. Uh, the kids are out of the house now. And between them, they have about 900000 saved in things like IRAs and 401ks. They also have about 200000 sitting in a brokerage account they opened years ago. Mm-hmm. And they've been living, say, on about hundred grand a year between the two and would like to know, hey, can we retire in the next year or so? In this scenario, where would you start in helping them figure out their numbers? This is, you know, pretty typical conversation mm-hmm. for us. And I like to start with the fun stuff. You know, the that information you gave around, you know, the plan that the clients have had to climb up that mountain, how they've saved, what they've done to get there, what are their expenses and things look like now, what's their debt load. That's the easy part. No, no, no I mean, some of it's kind of fun. You know, I congratulate them on how well they've done. But now I want to get into the nitty gritty. You know, what does retirement look like for them is the bigger question. Now, if their goal is to, they always wanted to buy a 55-foot Hatteras yacht and go island hopping in the Caribbean, well, that may look a little different than someone who's just looking to maintain that $100,000 a year lifestyle. So let's talk about what are your plans. Not only what are you going to do while you're retired, but what do you want it to look like after retirement you reach the end of life what is your primary goal there is it you know you want to create a legacy maximize what you pass on to kids and grandkids even if it means sacrificing what you want to do or is your plan hey we want to spend it all <laughs> yeah i love it when they say you know nothing bad to my kids but i took care of them and they know i'm going to spend it all right. good for you susie good for you <laughs> so it's really about getting to what does the client envision their retirement looking like? And I've had conversations where, you know, clients with similar assets, $100,000 is more than enough to do what they want to do. And it's great. Other times I'm like, well, based off what you're wanting to do, what that lifestyle looks like, what that debt load looks like, well, you may have to stretch that workout to 63 or 64. You know, we're going to have the good and bad conversation. We want you to have a realistic view of what the risks are retiring at age 62 and more importantly what is that income going to look like at 62. Another thing that pops into my head and we would ask them you know is neither of you are 65 Mm -hmm. right that's where Medicare comes in so what is your plan up until then Mm -hmm. some might say we have no plan that's why we're here to talk with you great we can plug ourselves in and help that out others may say yeah we've met with different people we've got marketplace or maybe one says yeah I could hold off and maybe I will work a couple more years until we get to that time frame you know and so a lot of different things that we're working with but like Gerald said I think one of my favorite conversations is okay we're talking retirement what are you going to do mm-hmm. what are you going to need then on the lifestyle thing right because we need to play in the critical income needs side that's where we're look at your expenses that happen all the time, your home, all of those types of things, gas, obviously in this case, homes paid off, so kudos to them. 
But there's always going to be something else that they're going to want on the horizon. Maybe it's a remodel in the home, things like that. So we talk through all those different items and we'll collect all the different statements because especially with Social Security, we're going to look at all these different ways that we think that would work out for their plan. There's an optimized strategy, but they're also could be looking at taking early and alleviating the portfolio or letting that defer and taking from the portfolio in the beginning. So there's a lot of different pieces. But lastly, I'll mention one thing we talk about too, are there any family or friends that could affect their plan? And what I mean by that is thinking, you know, would you have to possibly care for your parents, mm-hmm. right? For them, the kids are out of the house. Maybe they'll pop back in. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yep. But we have a lot of our clients that one of the spouses is taking care of their family, you know, their parents. And yeah. that could mean them living at home with them or at a different facility and driving. So lots of things to think about, but we're here for that conversation and several of them. But that's why we get to know you through this dating process. Yeah, it's important too. And, you know, in putting together this hypothetical scenario today, we looked at, you know, this is actually pretty typical of people around here. Maybe you don't feel like a millionaire, but some of the everyday millionaires you guys are meeting with at Matson Financial Services, when you total up all the savings that you have and things like your brokerage accounts and your IRAs, 401ks, uh, it adds up to a lot. And there's a lot you can do with that here. But uh, one thing that also sticks out to me in cases like this, and I know you see this all the time, time is just how much some of these baby boomer savers have stashed in things like their tax deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks or those brokerage accounts, which is also taxable. So uh, how do you help these savers address that issue when so much of their wealth is tied up in things that they've never paid taxes on yet? Yeah. And once we get through that lifestyle and that critical income need question, This is always the next big topic on the table is Mm -hmm. how much is Uncle Sam going to be concerned about what you're doing in retirement? Right, yeah. Ideally, if we can keep them out of the picture altogether, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) We do keep a chair in the room facing the the corner, (laughs) you know. But legally, honestly, and ethically, we want to try and minimize that tax burden that not only you have throughout retirement, but the negative impact it could have on the beneficiaries of your plan as well. When you're talking about these tax-deferred accounts, in this case, close to a million dollars in just tax-deferred accounts, Mm -hmm. if their income based off Social Security or maybe a pension and maybe using that brokerage account, they're really not pulling from these tax-deferred accounts, well, from age 62 to age 72, ideally, that portfolio is going to double. So now you're looking at required minimum distributions the following year on $1.8 million versus spreading that tax burden out in those 10 years by doing something as simple as an IRA to Roth conversion Mm -hmm. and maximizing the tax bracket that they are in. And now you have control, the government isn't controlling you that you have to take these funds out at 73. You get to say, I do or do not want to take money from that account because I don't have to, right? If we've done some of those conversions properly. Right, it's all about keeping it within the proper tax bracket and spreading it out over the course of the time. Now, obviously, the risk there is tax brackets can change. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we know what we're dealing with right now, but we don't know what that's going to look like three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. 
So let's control what we can control when we can control it. Mm-hmm. I know that's a lot of control. But, <laughs> but we're, you like it. <laughs> right? We're in it together. I would rather you control how much you pay in taxes than Uncle Sam telling you how much you're going to pay him. And I mean, I'm working through a, a client scenario right now where we have two clients who, sadly, their son was in his 40s and had passed. So now they have inherited funds and we're looking at how to spend down those funds and things over time. And so what we're doing over these next three years as we're under the Trump administration plan with taxes, right, it's at sale on a discount compared to what it's going to look like after the sunsets. So we're filling up their 12% federal tax bracket for these next three years to get as much as we can out of those beneficiary IRAs to hopefully deplete those at that time, get them to a post-tax or after-tax investment that can still grow from them. They can still gift to their family and friends and things like that. But now they don't have to worry about this burden in the future. Want weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.